0: Hello and welcome to another episode of Pixel Pals. My name is Xanadu and today I am not joined by Zach, but instead I am joined by a good friend, Cookie Cutter. What's going on?
1: Hello, hello. I am Cookie Cutter underscore. That underscore is the bane of my existence. Uh, Oh, someone beat you to it when the internet
0: first started.
1: Somebody beat me to it a long time ago and then you know what? Did nothing with it and yet, and yet, I am stuck with that underscore for as long as it is, is twitch keeps the the other one going
0: i am stuck with xanadude except the zero uh, the o's or zeros Two zeros. are zeros zeros yeah on instagram and twitter and i've no, like if there's one thing advice if you're ever going to start streaming making content podcasts whatever check what social media tags are available on all the websites not just one because you're going to find out you're going to have to make some interesting design choices with your username well, we have a lovely episode for you all today, and we are gonna hop right into some of our topics. We are gonna be talking about the Magic City Convention, as well as some awesome live stream events that Cookie Cutter is hosting. Um, and we're gonna do that right after this quick little break. All right, we are back. Cookie Cutter, where did you go? What did you see? Tell us a little bit about this convention. I'm very curious. Uh,
1: So this was the Magic City Convention, which uh, unfortunately, this one was called Ragnarok because it was the last year that this particular convention was going to happen. There are going to be a couple of other ones that come into its place. But um, my job is uh, I'm a marketing director for, we'll say, the military um, in my state. And one of the things that I've been able to do is go to different conventions uh, around the state, Huntsville, Birmingham, Mobile, um, to sort of promote some of the other jobs that we have within my organization that aren't just Guns, Guts, and Glory. Um, This one was pretty cool because we had Chad Michael Collins, who played uh, Alex Echo 3-1 in the 2019 Call, uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare reboot. Um, he was a cool dude to have there, you know, got to talk with him, got to do, talk about like, Hey, here's the cool things you get to do in the video game versus, Hey, if you want to, you know, there's a huge support element to this in real life behind the scenes, uh, that, you know, would take to get there. Um, some of the opportunities that folks might, might get through that. That's pretty cool. Um,
0: and I think a lot of people don't realize that there are like a ton of different like employment opportunities uh, in, let's just say the military as a whole. Um, a lot of people tend to think like, well, I'm going to have to shoot someone. And it's like, eh, I don't think so. I think that like, I have a lot of family that have served and. Um, A lot of my family has served in kind of like those ancillary, ancillary, Mm -hmm. that's a word that I'm not using correctly, um, roles, like, you know, even if you're like really into technology or programming or cybersecurity, like all of those things also are very needed right now. Um, What was the craziest thing that you saw at this convention? Was there anything that really blew your mind away?
1: Uh, There were some really good cosplay. So it's a smaller convention. It's not very big at all, but uh, I think we had like six to seven thousand people come through um, really good cosplays, really dedicated fan base. Uh, the guests were super cool. Um, I, my organization was one of the sponsors of the event. Um, so I was able to get a lot of, uh, access to those guys and they were all just super chill. Um, really genuinely nice fellows to hang out with. Um, the staff at the convention was really good because there were, A number of issues that came up just in the course of any time you get that many people around some dickheads gonna do something not great (laughs) Um, but yeah it was it was a good time Uh, as far as crazy there was one dude oh there was a dude who had a full like framed out Optimus Prime outfit uh, and as he was walking around, he was huge. He was on he was small stilts, lifts, and everything like that. And he just he it was a really great costume. I wish I knew uh what his handle was because I'd tag him right now. But fantastic job! I had to stop him from going down an escalator at one point. He's like, "Hey man, there's an elevator right over there. I really don't think you should go down the escalator yeah. like this."
0: Oh, and so I just pulled up the guest list just because uh, we talked very briefly before we mm-hmm. started recording about some of these cool guests. Um, I think like some that people may recognize, uh, Ming Chen was there. He was um, he was
1: so so nice.
0: Some of the older people might recognize them. What, he was in Jay and Silent Bob's Secret Stash.
1: Mm-hmm. Which is yeah, a, a a throw,
0: yeah a throwback. And then um, he's also on a nonprofit called Root to Rise, which sounds pretty cool. I don't know much about that.
1: Um, But yeah, fantastic, fantastic karaoke artist, by the way. Really? (laughs) He knows there is no song that that any karaoke bar could play that he doesn't know.
0: Oh, that's pretty sick. Um, And then we had uh, if you were recognized, uh, you might recognize Carlos Navarro's name from the Hawkeye series. Mm -hmm. Um, I did not see that personally, but I know that a lot of people enjoyed that show. Yeah.
1: I haven't seen it either. I didn't <laughs> tell them that, but uh, he was, uh, Carlos Navarro is a super nice guy. He's also a radio DJ uh, in the Southeast. Um, I think he's got, I don't know. I, I know he's regional. I don't know how far his his show goes, but he's okay. a nice dude.
0: As uh, I'm reading this, he also did voiceover work on multiple video games, including Fallout New Vegas. Yep. And, and now, I want, now I'm mad that I didn't get to meet this man. <laughs> That's ins- As someone who's very recently st- started replaying Fallout New Vegas, man,
1: voice acting in that game is very good. I, you know, what's funny. I was actually you. Uh, so um, last week or two weeks ago, you and uh, Zach talked about your RPG, top RPGs, and you kind of oh. talked about New Vegas. And I was like, I really need to download New Vegas again. <laughs> it, it's a
0: very good game. Yeah, it's um, so good. We didn't get canceled from last week's uh, episode either, which I'm very happy about. Yeah. Um, for any long-time listener, we're going to plan on redoing that episode with some different stipulations that people uh, <laughs> g- gave to us. Because a lot of people, like, I think they enjoyed it, but a lot of people didn't enjoy how we rank them. Uh, and listening back on it now, I also agree. So how long were you there for? Was it, is it an all-weekend kind of, uh, convention or is it just yeah, like one so or it's
1: two a, It's a three-day con, starts uh, Friday afternoon, goes to Sunday afternoon. Um, so I, I showed up Thursday night, set up all my equipment, hung out boogied out Yeah, yesterday would have been the uh, as a time of recording it was yesterday afternoon and oh man Constantly i feel like really drag it out of you
0: i feel like working a con i went to pax east this year that was the first convention i've ever been to my wife got me tickets so i was very thankful nice. um but i was there for like a day like a whole day and by the end of it i was like this is exhausting
1: it's like significant amount like I'm a I'm a huge extrovert and even at the end of that I'm just like all right I need to not talk to people for the rest of the day I lock myself in a room and just chill Yeah,
0: and I feel like um as someone who's trying to go on a little bit of a fitness journey like I am trying to watch what I'm eating I am going to the gym like like there's just so much good food around you the whole day. And by the end of it, I was like, I just want to like cook myself like a small meal. <laughs> like I don't want to eat like a giant burrito. I don't want sushi. Like I just want home cooked food. So if I spent a whole weekend at a con, I feel like I, I'd maybe a little bit of guilt there
1: at, by the end of it. So it, the the food is one thing because we were attached to anybody that's familiar. It's it's the uh, Winfrey Hotel, which is in Birmingham. And it's attached to the Galleria Mall, which is like the biggest mall in Bur- Birmingham um full food court nothing particularly great but mall food and i'm there with dudes who are professional like fitness stuntmen actors uh they're all tall beautiful men who i am standing next to in pictures just like i think two of the guys are six foot five i'm five foot seven and i'm just like god dude this is no fair (laughs) Regardless of what anybody would believe or Zach has tweeted, I
0: am six foot five. Um, I just need to get it out there. Okay. I'm taller (laughs) than people realize, but I'm not in good shape by any means. That's, that's one thing. So, all right. So what was, what do you, do you think that like working a con is more difficult than like working a different type of event? So a lot of people that are going to this event, maybe have, maybe, maybe, you know they're there to have fun and relax and meet new meet the these actors and you know do all these events so do you think that you get more reception? like i'm trying to word this the right way do you think you get more receptive audiences there cuz they're not they don't feel pressure to talk to anybody but like hey if they stop by they stop by
1: it's it's been hit and miss i've worked a couple of these um and it really depends on when i show up i have a, a pretty cool um it's basically like an arcade setup uh, i've got cases that have different Arcade simulators of, of jobs that we offer that people can experience. And we've got recruiters there to uh, answer questions, um, and, and just sort of talk about our experiences. And one event was great. Another event, it was not so great. And it's, it's really just, it depends on the kind of event. Like I wouldn't take this to an anime con or something like that. Like yeah. a general pop culture nerd event is cool. Um, but if it was something a little bit more <coughs> specific, uh, I probably wouldn't. um, and it versus something like a, a job fair, lots of reception, a, uh, like a city town, more kind of like a farmer's fest event, typically a lot more reception. Um, this one, you got to work for it a little bit more. You really got to go out and sell yourself. That's why I, I put myself on, um, a couple of the panels with folks just to kind of get answers. I was in my uniform, made it, you know, clear that I was there tried to not invade anybody else's personal space with it. But, uh, it really had to make myself more known. I think that's like the
0: only really like drawback i Feel like i see of like recruiting and this is this can go for anything because like mm-hmm. the most annoying people in like the workforce right now are like recruiters i'm not talking about <laughs> like military i'm talking about oh, people, no you're right who will just like you're absolutely you know, right like apply to this job like so i think like when it's super unsolicited and you're like listen man like i don't want this i feel like people are going to be like really against it um but like you're just setting up a booth you're not like flagging people down you're not like oh you need like come like you you need to come see this if people are going to stop by And you're going to get, I'd say maybe more retention than just like, if you were to go and try to force yourself into a space that doesn't seem like that's the case here by any means.
1: Not necessarily. And it's, it's funny because a lot of times what I've gotten is, uh, almost the opposite where I get people that come up, um, and they'll look at me and be like, wow, you're, you're recruiting here. I'm like, yeah, absolutely. He's like, is this, and they'll look around and you'll be like, "Are, are these really the people you want in the military? And I'm like, it. I've been in for 15 years. I was doing this way before. Like, this is not new. This is, these were, these are my people. Like, this is not.
0: (laughs) Like, just totally looking at, like, the stigma of, like, oh, you're signed up to the military. You're, like, jock, meathead. You know what I mean? Like, someone that would never show their face at, like, a convention
1: like this. So, I was, uh, we, uh, we, I was part of a regular D&D group for the entirety of uh, two different deployments. So. Uh, my co-teacher at work, um,
0: we both taught engineering together this year. Uh, he is, I want to say like 34, uh, but, you know, veteran, very much into video games, like to the point where that's all we talked about, really. It's like it it didn't matter what was going on. We're like, oh, did you, how far did you get an Elden Ring? You know what I mean? <laughs> like it, everybody loves this kind of stuff. Um, and my high school does, we don't do recruitment at our high school, but we have a ROTC program for the air force, the Navy, uh, and the army, I think. So we have three sections of ROTC ROTC program. Yeah. It's, it's very robust. Most people that go into ROTC end up don't serving like proportionally, Mm -hmm. but they're learning those skills. They're learning discipline. And like, if, as much if, whether or not you like it or hate it, like we pull the data from the students who are enrolled in those programs and they get higher grades, <laughs> they participate more in sports. They, you know what I mean? It gives them a purpose to show up and they're showing up with like their uniform when they need to and they have everything set up. And I, it, it amazes me because if I had that in high school, I'm not saying I would have enlisted because I knew I was going to be an educator, but mm-hmm. I definitely think I would. My time management oh, would be so much better than it is right now because those, are, that's the time that you learn that kind of stuff. And you kind of learn like, okay, this is how I'm going to take care of myself, my body, my belongings, possessions, everything like that.
1: It, it gives you – because I, I did it for three years of high school. It gives you a little bit of that kind of the, a taste of that to uh, the most basic uh, familiarization with, with very um, low-level soldiering skills, but basically essential life skills. And it's, you know, yeah. hey, try to be on time, try to be five minutes early if possible. Uh, be, be cognizant of your surroundings, make make yourself aware of how you're presenting yourself and holding yourself and how to, how to really sort of engage with a lot of uh, d- different people in different circumstances. And, and it's not a, it's not for everybody. If you don't wanna do it, by all means, there's no reason to feel pressured into doing it. But if you are, you know, considering the military it's a good way to to understand some of that stuff um i i've been in the actual military for 15 years now three deployments all kinds of stuff and there is still stuff i remember from rotc from my high school JROTC class that comes back that i use over and over again i'm like oh shit okay so this works we can do the basic stuff with that yeah
0: and you know um i my sister is still active duty and so is her husband um she just had her child which is very exciting congratulations Thank you. But, um, I mean, he does stuff with cybersecurity. Like, he, it's not like he's, like, in an IT department. Yeah. So that's a super transferable skill. Like, if, if you are worried about spending money on college and, you know, getting yourself set up for, like, a career later on, like, it's not the worst idea you could have.
1: And it's, it's one of those things where, too, if you aren't sure about it, there are part-time programs. There's the reserves. Yep. There's a lot of different... Uh, Active duty is not the only way to go. There's a lot of different ways you can do it. Do some research on the branches. Figure out what your ASVAB score is. Even here, even if you don't intend on going in the military, take the ASVAB because it's a good life skill indicator. It shows you where you're weak, shows you where you're strong, gives you an idea of some of the different jobs that you can um, look into that you might not have considered. Um, and if you do decide, the scores are good for up to two years. So if you do decide later on like if if you get to college and you're like holy shit student loans are kicking my ass right now you can still have that kind of as a fallback yeah
0: and uh two or, i a few a few of my friends uh did um i believe they were in the reserves while they were attending college so they did full time college just like i did one weekend a month they had to go away and mm-hmm. you know do their practice and all the drills and stuff like that but they don't they don't have the same <laughs> amount of student loan debt as i do like that that was a very very small price to pay for what is a incredibly good financial you know, decision at the end of it. Even if I, I none of them ended up going full time, that's what they did. Um, and they definitely are not paying the price like I am. Um, so it's just an option. Keep it out there. Time to think. Um, okay. So I do want to talk a little bit about the coolest thing that I've ever seen, at least in my eyes. Um, So Cookie Cutter not only does that for a job and does it very well. um, I I would call myself
1: overpaid and underqualified. uh, Overpaid and underqualified.
0: I would say for myself as well. (laughs) Um, So this is a really cool thing that I've never seen on Twitch. um, And that's the whole thing about Twitch is creating content that is unapologetically you and doing something that no one else is doing. Explain to me what this event is because... I'm
1: just very excited to share it with the listeners. I like a game where I can make a lot of stupid customization happen. Um, One of the first, I I did a 12-hour stream uh, about a year ago for a friend's cancer treatments to raise money for that. And what I did was I put a bunch of my friends uh, into Prison Simulator. Very poorly named him after it, but it was funny. And and I realized that kept people engaged with it. They wanted to keep up with the story. They were, um, I made a system where you could, uh, you could cheer me bits. And since I, I was, uh, the warden, essentially, you could bribe me to, to do your gang favors. Uh, and I was like, man, I'd love to do something like that a little bit more long-term enter WWE 2K22, which has. Uh, I remember growing up and playing those games. Really, really in-depth customization options. So what I've started doing, uh, I, I made a roster, myself and my friend, uh, my dear friend, Bebby the Beast, um, who has a dearth of wrestling. Like just the, the most encyclopedic knowledge of wrestling I've ever encountered. Uh, and he's been waiting to do something with it. <laughs> so he's my co-commentator. You'll see him. Uh, you'll hear him with that. Uh, and our other friend Carnage X twenty seven um started this federation right here, wrestling federation, uh, based off of our Discord name, and we just to, uh, streamers in our community. We sat down, I sat down in over a week, and I uh, built thirty <laughs> custom wrestlers, and we've since added. I think we're at forty two to forty three right now um including yourself and Zach by the way uh yes which I'm hoping you'll hope you'll hang around tonight because you guys are fighting um (laughs) uh, I
0: I will be sure to tweet it out and I'm texting uh, I have access to the Twitter account so I'll make sure that people know that they get to
1: see who wins me or Zach it better be me yep we can we can absolutely do that uh uh but it's a lot of fun and it's it's one of those things where we are still learning a lot of aspects of the game it's it it's, it's got a lot to it and it's not incredibly intuitive. So we're, we're messing up a lot, unfortunately, but we're even within the, the mistakes that we're making and coming across it, it the game is still so un, I it's unreliable in a great way where it's, it, it excites myself and Bebby as we're commentating for it. Uh, so we, we don't interfere in the match at all. The minute the match starts, we undo the, uh, controller so that it's all ai versus ai all the wrestlers across the board have the same stat points um just different fighting styles and it's funny to have watched sort of the ai develop personalities for each one
0: uh do you find that there's like a certain fighting style that's kind of maybe not better but like rock paper scissors like this fighting style is always going to tramp this one
1: we it's not fighting styles so it's weight class we oh, okay. i think i think we've stumbled over the fact that kind of uh light heavyweights are going to always beat super heavyweights uh and it's and almost across the board and we're trying to we're trying to make it a little bit more evened out um but it's been it's been a really fun experiment and it's been a lot of fun to do uh currently um since so i initially started this <coughs> when the scotus announcement first came out that was talking about oh roe v wade's probably gonna get overturned um all of the money that i've been making since we started i think in early may uh, any donations anything i've been kicking over to uh Yellowhammer fund which is a women's health care fund here in the uh along the gulf coast what that helps mississippi alabama and the florida panhandle um and that's kind of been continuing everything i i don't have i've i've got uh commands linked to Yellowhammer fund and Planned parenthood not necessarily if you donate through them it's all anonymous i don't want people to feel like they're kind of outing themselves and doing it uh, yeah. but you know i'm i'm trying to do what little bit i can to uh support women's healthcare
0: well and that's a very good uh cause to support especially now more than ever um yeah, i think most of us uh we don't talk a lot of politics, but I think it's important for us to kind of say where we're at um, mm-hmm. It is unfortunate that Roe v. Wade was overturned this week. Um, so that means you have to go. You're legally required to go watch Cookie Cutter and donate when he's doing his switch streams, because that's where the money's going. And that's a super, super awesome idea uh, to help fundraise. Do you find um, well, actually, I did want to just say one more thing before I move on to the next question. Uh, I, I think that a lot of people want to donate right now and people always go to Planned Parenthood as like the number one like oh that's you know if I'm looking for women's health um but in the south specifically they face much bigger challenges um with reproductive rights as I'm in Massachusetts it's right gonna be legal here they're not gonna yeah. stop that but in the south we do run into those issues so I do think it's very important um with the cause that you're supporting
1: and that's that's why I wanted to, I, Plain Parenthood is still out there because I think that on a national level, it's still yeah. important to help as much as you can. But if you are local to the area and you want to see where, you know, your dollars are affecting more locally, uh, grassroots is super important. So the Yellowhammer Fund is, is absolutely super important for that. And that's why I wanted to make sure that they, uh, they got their due. Yeah. Um, do you
0: find that, so are you the one that does all the customizations or is it a group effort?
1: Uh, It's a group effort right now, so um, myself, Baby the Beast, and Carnage uh, all have the game, and there's a pretty nifty upload and download feature that you can use, so we have each other liked as as, uh, creators. Um, uh, I am the one that's sort of running things through my computer right now, but I think we're talking about um, consolidating into another Twitch stream here shortly. we are just got to figure all the bits and pieces out with it, just in case I can't be there to stream, Um, but I was kind of the guy that started it and it 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 just sort of all happened as far as
0: yeah as far as the character customization goes i mean that's one of my favorite parts of any video game like elden ring for example had you know a lot of good character customizations um but they missed out on some hairstyles do you think that the wwe yeah the wwe 2k 22 um do you think that that is one of the most like character generators that you've seen because it's like I've seen some of the stuff you've been able to create and it seems pretty pretty robust I want to see how it stacks up to you know like an Elden Ring or something else like that
1: it's it's pretty robust there's there's definitely some fail points in there that I wish I could you know tweak here and there I did i just dropped forty dollars on it so that i could get the full um i you know I, I did the thing that i'm not supposed to do and gave my money to unlock more features but hey, and here we are it's it. the world we live in <laughs> um and that unlocked a lot of stuff for me um the the biggest thing has just been coming up with fun ways to present i because i initially it was just me doing lookalikes almost down to the it was too it was too casual like i had yeah. i had one dude um I, I just had my friends send me pictures of themselves and i i kind of just had them as they were and i was like all right okay we got to update this we got to make it a little bit more wrestly." I uh, some folks got beefier some go, folks got skinnier um just just to fit whatever character they they their kind of personality had been to and made it a little bit more flashy it was it was pretty fun and I have done very well. I've got this terrible blue smoking jacket. Years and years ago, I did stand-up comedy for five years. And at the start of it, a very dear friend of mine, April, um, talented artist, gave me an awful smoking jacket. And it's the best thing I've ever been given. It looks and feels like your grandma's uh, wallpaper. Uh, So I... For whatever reason, I was like, "Well, if I'm going to host this, I want to be—I want it to be right." So I wore that jacket and a black cowboy hat I just happened to have, and I just made that my character in the game as well, and that's added a lot to the hosting effort. Uh, you know, I—I I, I, I get a little over the top. Bebby is is fantastic; he's always there to keep both of us on track with his. If if somebody does some super obscure move that we've never seen, he's got a name for. It. He's like, oh, that was uh, her Karana or whatever, and it's like, oh, hey, yeah, that's what that was. Yeah. Um, but it's just it's so much fun, and seeing people get really into it because of their investment in their own characters just drives it so far forward. And it makes it so much fun to be a part of.
0: Yeah, and I could see from you know, like a, as a viewer standpoint, instead of a creator um it beats watching somebody it like i'm not outing myself by the way cuz i do stream one game it beats like watching someone you know be really invested in a thing and you're just kind of like a bystander it's there's a level of engagement there that i don't think you get um from a lot of like streamers or live content which i think is really interesting
1: and and that's always been the thing i i Talking to all those again, those tall, beautiful actors that I was hanging out with all weekend, and who whose job is to be tall and beautiful, and also talented in their field, but but I think one of the you know one of the first things people see is like, oh, you're tall and you're built and you look good. That that that, that translates very quickly. I I am I, I'm one of those guys that has to rely on his personality, and I don't have too much of that. So being able to get people to 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 be a part of it is always a lot of fun. And I've, I feel like we're doing a pretty good job of in- including as many folks as we're able to um, within the limitations of the, of the game. Uh, we do have a thing, you know, uh, we, we run polls at the beginning of every fight. Hey, we're going to bet points, whoever you think is going to win. Um, we have opportunities for folks to um, buy themselves into the game. You can pay to watch matches. You can, you, you know, if you, if you throw in, you can um, pick a match, uh, pick two f- folks to fight. It's, it's, a, it's a lot of fun. That, that is Try fun. to make it community driven. Yeah, and let's talk a little bit
0: about like maybe your history with gaming. Like, how'd you first get into it? Like, I we're both, I'd say, the older generation of gamers. <laughs> not the oldest, but right in the middle. Where you know, our I'll first. Myself.
1: I'm I'm 32. So okay,
0: so we're yeah. we're within six years of each other. Yeah. Um, we're not the people whose first console was like a PS2 or a PS3. Like, we're we're a little bit before that, unless. You got into gaming late, later on in life. So, what was your first console? Like, how did you get into gaming as like a form of either stress relief or something like that?
1: My uh, console history is uh, it jumps in a lot of weird ways, and my 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 podcast co host Tank always makes fun of me for it. I started with the original NES. Okay, had that Legend of Zelda, Batman, all that, all those games, and then one day, uh, Dad came home with a Sega Genesis. So jumped up to Sega Genesis and I had that until one day he came home with the PlayStation one, the original PSX. Uh, After that, it was an OG Xbox to a PS two, to a PS three, to a PS four. And then just two years ago, I built my first gaming PC and I have not looked back. I'm in that same boat. I I
0: do like a good console, but having everything in one spot is too nice sometimes. Um, i feel like the sega genesis gets like a lot of hate um especially
1: from people who never owned one but dude i played vector man so goddamn much it was great
0: i've played a lot of the games like emulated because i didn't want to pay for a sega genesis but I, i enjoyed them i think for solid console but there was definitely sega definitely dropped the ball eventually yeah um but okay so what is the best ps2 game of all time because that's Uh, that's one of my favorite consoles
1: metal gear solid two uh is is always going to be the answer for me on that one i I, dude look i got i had the chance when i was in kuwait i had the chance to meet david Hayter, who was the voice of solid snake in the metal gear series uh up until five i have been a huge fan of the series. And I, I told him, I was like, look, man, don't take this the wrong way, but you're a lot of the reason I joined the military that I'm, I'm genuinely embarrassed <laughs> to say that. Um, my, the influence of metal gear on me growing up I was like, I want to be solid snake. Yeah, it's going to be great. And then here I am. And it was a little bit different once you got there. Oh, always, <laughs> but, you know, yes. Yeah. <laughs>
0: um, as someone who's never played a metal gear, solid game,
1: you mentioned um, this on stream earlier, and I, I refrained from just a diatribe. Like, it's it's the, the, it is a most – Hideo Kojima is the greatest creator of all time. I've heard uh,
0: – was it Metal Gear Revengeance or Vengeance? Mm-hmm. Re, okay, I've heard that one was very good. I've also never played Final Fantasy. So the, these are two series that wow. people will crucify me over.
1: Okay, um, yeah. One of the first uh, – so – Again, you talked about it in the uh, the JR- the RPG episode. I was the guy who said, "Hey, Sui Coden," and then you guys were like, "I've never played it." Next, I, I, and- <laughs> I listened to so much people talk about
0: Sui Coden, and they there was if you've ever listened to Triple Click, which is a, another video game podcast, uh, Jason Schreier, who's also really big in gaming journalism, whatever he loves that game with a burning passion it's it's great
1: it's a it, lot of fun and it, but, you know i understand it's it's of its age it came out like yeah. 1996 it's totally yeah. of its age i played it when it came out was greatest game ever and i i by the way have not played it since so a lot of nostalgia fog is is keeping it there but um, i they the one complaint people had was that it was like like for the time
0: it's a very long game like it is very robust long, yeah. i didn't know that they could jam that much information on one of those cartridges back then but i was surprised to see that like yeah it's it's
1: like longer than 20 hours like you're gonna be in that for a
0: very long time
1: um so what was your characters permadeath like if you want the perfect ending you have to collect all of the different characters and if they die they die and you have to go back to saves and it's ridiculous so as someone if you had to tell someone who had never
0: played metal gear solid before which one would they start with
1: I always tell people to play them chronologically okay uh, I would say start with Metal Gear 3 it is the perfect balance of it's it's kind of campy and goofy in a lot of places but the they had really locked in the gameplay and developed some really good new stuff as far as like the camouflage system was great the weapon system was a lot of fun the gameplay works there's a lot of <laughs> it's it's a linear you know military stealth strategy game but there's a lot of sandbox in there too. Um, you can you can go around and mess with dudes in fun ways, and it's 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 a lot of fun. There's a lot of replayability, a lot of Easter eggs, a lot of things you can go and unlock later. It's it's pretty good time.
0: Okay, when you say chronologically, and then said three, I got confused because yeah, no, no, a no so, one and two. Okay, or those here are here just too one and two. So to...
1: it, the within the entirety of the Metal Gear universe, Metal Gear Three is the first game that takes place in the story. Okay okay um
0: that makes sense that that makes sense um but i the the developer uh it's right it's kojima that's he that was his. yeah hideo Hideo
1: kojima was the writer director of all that
0: um and he's a first a very good person who is very outspoken
1: such a a cool dude Uh,
0: yeah um did you ever try death stranding because that was one of that was
1: like his his child that he created i played death stranding uh when it came out and i was I wasn't expecting Metal Gear, but I wasn't expecting that. It was very confusing. Uh, it wasn't
0: for me. It w- there's someone who enjoys that game, and I love that they do. It's just not for me.
1: I I tried very hard to like it, and I was just like, ah, all right, no. Yeah. Next thing, so. I
0: I found it like it, I like. I don't want to be like annoying about it because it was a very good game. Like people love it, and it, it is highly good. reviewed. It, had,
1: it, it was. It looked good. Uh, the story was interesting uh it was new it was i think original was is the best way i could describe it understandings they had some some budget issues i hated that they were uh it was just fucking monster cans everywhere and amc ads every time you went into a safe house but um yeah it takes place in the reality where monster (laughs) runs for president and
0: wins i guess (laughs) like (laughs) i did run into that a yeah. little
1: idiocracy in there, just like your dude, your, your your dude's just like, oh, all right, I just walked across the United States. Time to have a nice, refreshing green Monster Energy drink. It
0: it it was very original. I think at some point it got too original because mm-hmm. I I never would expect that that would be the gameplay loop of a game, or it's just like, what do you mean I'm like rebuilding civilization and not in yeah. the fun and not in the fun way where it's like, oh, let's build like some settlements. It's like, no, you're gonna build a road. Yep. So that you can drive on it later, and you're like, "Oh no!" Um,
1: so <laughs> which is funny. Uh, Breath of the Wild. There is an optional um, mission that you can get, which is the Terrytown mission. Are you familiar with that one? Yes, I. It's one of my favorite side quests in that game. Is to get. I was. I. I stopped the entirety. Poor Princess Zelda was holding back again for weeks, so that I could go. And cut down all these trees and get all these villagers, so I could establish Terry Town and get them to get married and just everything. It was so good. Um, I sidelined the entirety of saving civilization so I could develop this town, and that's when when it's a, a done well like that. I love it. It's one of my favorite things to do in any game. Um, When it's not, it's just like, all right, this is a chore. (laughs) Yeah,
0: It felt really rewarding in Breath of the Wild to do that. You're like, oh, I'm not totally wasting my time. Like, This is fun and rewarding. Um, Did you see that Kojima? I don't know if it was a tweet. I don't know how recent this was, but he was like watching The Boys or something, that show on Amazon. Mm -hmm. um, And he was like, I had a project that was very similar to this. um, But like. He obviously it was in like the early stages and then he was like well now i'm not gonna do it anymore because he's like because i don't want to copy them so i'm assuming it's it was something about like the male ego like like misogyny and something that has to do with superpowers and then he was just like oh no that's way too similar <laughs> so i'm very curious to see what that was maybe one day he'll release it
1: He's 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 usually pretty open about a lot of his stuff um like that he'll 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 typically come back around and talk about it again i and still waiting with bated breath since 1997. I've been waiting for a Metal Gear Solid movie to come out. And uh, Oscar Isaacs has already said that he's committed to it. Ooh, and there's what a, a good actor and everything. Too. And I'm just like,
0: please make it happen. And if they're like, we've talked about this in the podcast before, like video game movies, like 90% of the time are just tragic and bad. Mm-hmm. Um, we reviewed the Super Mario movie, which you might be. You might have seen it at the tragic and bad, tragic and bad, very bad. Um, but that's one series that like, I do think it could do very well because like a lot of this, there are some silly stuff in it, but a lot of it is like grounded in almost reality. Like it's plausible mm-hmm. that they, these things could be happening in today's world.
1: It's, it's one of those things where he, uh, each of the games takes, takes a look at some sort of, um, human social issue and in, in some kind of nuanced ways, whether it was in the, in the first metal gear game, it was, uh, nuclear proliferation. Hey, the threat of any nuclear incident happening is going to be a, a major loss for all of all of humanity and society, and could be for generations. And then moving forward, as 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 things changed, it became um, private military uh, organization. You know, private donors funding military organizations that can overthrow democratically elected leaders. Uh, it, it, you know, money versus the will of of many uh and the money a few so it's it, it, he he did a good job of keeping the pulse finger on the pulse of what was going on and i love my one of my favorite things on twitter is seeing shitty dude bros being like keep your politics out of my games. like this is inherently political <laughs> it, it it
0: really has been for a very long time unless you were call gaming call of duty in like the 80s. inherently
1: political
0: uh oh, the, fallout the fallout series is, is
1: inherently it, political like ve-
0: like very much about how like the same thing like nuclear escalation in like the fallout like the literal fallout of what we do when we are unreg- unregulated in our wars and aggressions against each other mm-hmm. um there, I could name like a thousand other examples of like how yep. video games are political, but people will always say a lot of
1: whooshing in going
0: on. <laughs> oh later. yeah, for sure. Um, and then there's some series where you're like, mm, maybe, maybe that's what they're trying to say, but there's some series where it's very point blank, like almost like a neon sign being like, Hey, this is what we're showing you this is actually a bad thing yeah and like i know it's fun to like shoot people around but like at the end of the day like we don't want this this isn't great i can't think of that many others but i know they're out there right off the top of my head oh yeah Uh, um so those are some of your favorite games that you were playing is there anything that you're playing like nowadays that you've really been into or something that you didn't get to play a while ago but now you're finally catching
1: up on some gaming uh I'm going back through Red Dead 2 right now. Um it's just I, I I got I got a hankering for I wanted to go around and uh kind of mosey. I, I really just wanted to go and explore a nice open world. You know what? Red Dead 2 is pretty great. So I re downloaded that. I've been playing um uh standby. I was I've been playing a lot of oh, Rust, uh, a good oh. buddy of mine, has we so quicksand GM great 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 streamer uh, opened up a whitelisted streamer server for rust RP um, and we've been kind of updating it and going along he's he's about to do I believe a um, medieval themed so Ooh. he's he's reskinning everything he's getting he, he's got some mod packs for the um, the server it's gonna reskin a bunch of stuff it's gonna to change all the projectile weapons to just bows and arrows and swords so no guns no explosives things like that um, looking forward to that. Uh that's the best only, way to
0: play Rust by the Only way.
1: only able to play it in that circumstance. I I when I first learned about it, I was like I'll download it, I'll go online and I'll I'll try and, you know, figure some of the mechanics out. I don't think I lasted more than 10 <laughs> minutes on any server because it is absolutely the most uh toxic fan base I've ever encountered <laughs> in the history of gaming. Walking into a Rust server like a public Rust server is like going into an Xbox lobby in 2007. It is awful. Except
0: everyone can kill you. Um, <laughs> I had a very very similar experience with Rust, and I do love like survival crafting games. So it's like right up my alley. The only and way to fun. play Rust is just like how you explained it: have yeah. a private server, streamer content friends. creators, like, <laughs> and it. I I did that similar. Then that's the only way I ever got. Into Rust was once I found mm-hmm. a dedicated server, and then it just died out. So it was literally just me hopping on every day, <laughs> talking yeah. to no one,
1: but dumping dumping thousands of pieces of wood and stone to keep your your crumbling artifice from falling down yeah
0: and i'm i doing the same thing in v rising right now like if i don't log in today and get the blood (laughs) it's gonna destroy like my i've got friends
1: who are absolutely just like we got we gotta get in there today guys i have not played it yet it looks like fun but i i can't dedicate myself to more yeah (laughs) more
0: you can only play one survival game okay (laughs) because because lord knows you don't have enough time in the day you get one and then you switch to another one when you're tired of it. But that's really Absolutely. exciting. Cause rust is really robust. Like I never got to like the end game parts where like you're in a helicopter or like, you know what I mean? Like I barely got my own car
1: working, which took it's, so long just to do. It's a lot. We've, we've done a lot of fun. we uh, the, the folks I'm with, uh, we, we call ourselves Bert and skirt and we would always get a car and we always be like some like party taxi service or something like that. And, get people around the map. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. And the RP aspect makes it much
0: more enjoyable. Like people Absolutely. do the GTA yeah. RP. Like those are some of my favorite streams to watch just because of how yeah. like crazy they can get and how in depth people do. But well, I'm glad you're playing some games outside of, you know,
1: the WWE. We're, we're, we're trying to keep that to a weekly thing, man yeah. schedules and everything are crazy. So it's typically either Sunday night or Monday night. Sometimes it's Saturday night. You got to check the tweet tweets to know yeah. when it's happening.
0: It, it it's difficult to keep us yeah. you never know what comes up or maybe your internet goes down one day or anything like that is there anything that you're watching that you find enjoyable have you watched kenobi by any chance i've
1: man i my wife and i have been watching she and i like to binge uh older shows that we haven't had a chance to so we're currently working our way back through sopranos we just finished um, Breaking Bad Ooh. and El Camino because we're waiting for all of the final season of Better Call Saul better, to yeah. drop, um, and we are waiting with bated breath. Um, I'm doing the same thing. I, I I binge. I can't
0: weekly schedules. Like I barely got through Kenobi because that I was getting a little <laughs> mad. But I I'm, I'm gonna wait to watch Better Call Saul once everything's all done because I people have, some people are like, oh, it's
1: better than Breaking Bad. I think I'm like really
0: doesn't get better because I, I, I really enjoyed breaking bad
1: i don't think it's b- better or worse i think it's i think it's it's really good to see the characters and i really appreciate how everybody is doing i also like that they didn't it's it's funny to me that it didn't de-age anybody which i appreciate but then watching season five of better call saul and then going back to like season three of breaking bad is just so obvious <laughs>
0: I can never remember that actor's name, but he does a really good job. Oh, Bob
1: Odenkirk. That's oh yeah, Bob yeah. Odenkirk's great. He's hilarious too. Such a good. Uh, dude. I think, I think we we uh, we made the mistake of watching a couple scenes of uh, Arrested Development last night. I think we're gonna <laughs> go back on a Arrested Development watch here. Oh, Arrested Development is it's so good. Yeah. Except
0: the the newer revival, um, there was seasons, just like a lot of issues seasons, with scheduling.
1: Seasons one through three are great. Yeah.
0: It in it, like when we say great, like if that is your type of comedy, like you are really gonna enjoy it. And oh, like yeah. we have what Jason Bateman, Will Arnett, like some huge names, Michael Sarah's in it. Um, and then uh, David Cross is another one, yeah. like these are all very, very funny people. And they somehow got all of them to do a show together. I'll never understand how. Uh,
1: of course, I've been doing the boys, um, watching that kind of week to week right now. Yeah, that's- I that's. It's gotten to be a lot. <laughs> I Yes, I did the first two episodes
0: and I was kind of like, ah, maybe I'll just wait for it all to get out. But um, that's another one where people are like, now they're mad because they're like, I didn't know this show was political. And you're like, really? You didn't get media literacy
1: it, ever? No one t- told you. It's to? so incredibly blatant. That it's almost satire, like yeah. it's just. It... <laughs> yeah,
0: they're they're not hiding it. Like it's yeah. not nuanced at all. Like it's out mm-hmm. there for if you if you're watching it, you should have the media literacy skills to understand what's happening. But some people it's, just want to watch super super people fight. Pat like fight hard.
1: <laughs> and and I I, for, my my stepmom was a, a middle and high school science teacher for 27 years. So I absolutely feel for your role. Um and especially now with everything going on but i I gotta say like i it's gotta be tough for you to see a lot of these things and just be like, I need you guys <coughs> to read in between the lines outside of the lines around the lines, the lines like... yeah the the lines yeah in that case, like they're not hiding it, but yeah we
0: it it's interesting how like people will like just kind of pick and choose what they think something means. Um, whether or not that's true or not. And the boys is a really good example of people being like, yeah. I really thought that I was being supported in this show. And you're like, no, they're, they're not supporting. <laughs> they're, they're making fun of you. Unfortunately.
1: Um, it's like the man in the high castle. You're like, Oh yeah, no, these guys have some good ideas. Like, no, they really don't. <laughs> no. this, is, this is terrible. Yeah, this is they... bad ideas. This is, <laughs> this is the, this is the the worst outcome. Oh, well, if there's
0: anything else you want to share, now would be the time. Um, I'm going to make sure that I put all the links and stuff below. So if you do want to check out uh, me and Zach, uh, I think that's happening tonight. So I will tweet about that. But that's happening. We,
1: the, we, you're, you're now part of the rock. You don't know. Okay, you, part of the con- you and Zach signed yeah, contracts. Did, so yeah. you guys don't even know it, but you're in there for, forever now. Yeah, uh, uh, We're part of the pool. So if you want us to be fighting,
0: <laughs> you have to go and um, you know contribute, donate. And maybe we'll me and Zach will get to fight each other.
1: I see it happening a lot. Um, no, uh, I'm I'm getting back to my my dear friend um, Emily. So I've got a, a podcast, uh, uh, the Reboot Podcast, on uh, um, Spotify. Uh, you'll see you'll see us under uh, y'all seen that. Um, myself, my friend Tank, Danny, and Emily, uh, four friends that get together and watch. Movies and talk about them, much like uh, you and Zach do with uh, with your podcast. Um, we're finally getting back to that after we had to take a little bit of a hiatus for a medical issue. Um, super glad that that has come to the best possible outcome. Very happy. Um, but, yeah, that's uh, that. My my socials are all call me cookie, cookie calamity, cookie cutter underscore, cookie any of those. Themes. into Very cookie themed, man. I've got one. I've got one note. And I said, you know what? We're going to take this across the board um but yeah that's uh that's that's me i appreciate you having me man this has been a fun a fun fantastic time
0: oh anytime my friend
1: um so yeah make sure to check out all that awesome content that's going to be linked down below
0: and i had a lovely time lovely conversation thanks for being on and i hope everyone has a wonderful rest of their day pixel pals out